Good morning. It's so good to see you. Welcome to University Chapel. We begin with our opening of our canticle, canticle, followed by an invitation to lean forward to the grace of God. Please seated, please stay seated for the song, for the hymn, and the reflection period. Please stand. Holy is God, holy, immortal, ever loving, ever present, here and now. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come find a refuge in the love of God. We come to worship hungry, hungry for comfort, for, for love, for a new way of living, for a new world. Holy God, in this time, of worship, uh, uh, feed us for with your love, grace, and peace. Amen. Amen.
Today's reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with his saliva and spread them on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. Then he went and washed and came back and was able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept insisting, I am the man. But they kept asking, then how are your eyes open? He answered, the man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know. Here ends the reading. Good morning. My name is Charlotte Trent, um, and I'm so honored to be here with you today. I am a Cal Lutheran alum. I graduated last year um, with uh, my, I majored in theology and Christian leadership. Um, today, I bring you greetings from Camp Lutherwood, Oregon, where I serve as the program director there. And so I'm here recruiting staff um, to experience the Lutherwood experience. I'm also not the only camp person here. There are other um, great Lutheran camps being represented this week. So that is my plug. <laughs> um, but it actually goes into um, the story that I want to share with you. So I am from Thousand Oaks, but now I live in the Pacific Northwest. So on Monday, I flew down from Portland. I got on the plane, sat on my window seat, made myself comfortable in preparation for the uh, flight, made some small talk with the person sitting next to me, and then kind of mindlessly watched the people boarding my flight. There's a woman holding a baby, a young person with headphones on your average Portland flight, until I saw this red figure coming towards me. And as it got closer, I could tell it was a hat. And as that hat got closer, I could see the words, make America great again, pass by me. Now before I go any further, um, if you are the owner of a similar hat or voted for the person that that hat represents, this sermon is as much for you as it is for me, and I hope you'll trust me as I say that and have a more open mind than I did when I saw that hat. Because when I saw that hat, I made a judgment, a pretty harsh judgment, and one that I initially thought had the high probability of being accurate. The moment passed by, I turned on my headphones and enjoyed my flight quite comfortably. I had someone figured out with not even looking at their face. All I needed was a hat. In our, scripture, in our scripture reading today, Jesus heals a man who was born blind. Now, when I read this story and I situated myself in the story, I really want to be the blind man. And maybe you're um, thinking similar. I, I want to be the person who is underestimated by the community, but is used by God to share the good news with others. I want to be washed clean with the water of the one who was sent and have my eyes open to Jesus at work. I want to be the person who really sees, and when asked, how can you see, answers with Jesus' name. 
but in reality, I'm more like the disciples in this story. I may believe in the Holy Trinity, but I'm not always a great follower. I think I know it all. I've seen it all before. I know how these stories go. I have people figured out, and my eyes are closed to the rest of their story. And as we hear in this story, that is a problem. Because when I believe my perspective contains the whole story, I fail to see those around me as God's beloved. When my eyes are closed to the bigger story of those around me, my understanding of how God works in and among the world is limited. Love God, love others, love. That's the theme that um, campus ministry is wrestling with this year. I'm going to be honest, I struggled with what I would say today. How can I say anything that hasn't already been shared? The commandment is pretty straightforward. It's one we've all heard before, yet we still mess it up. Instead of modeling our love after Christ, offering it freely and abundantly, we trust in our own perspective, take it as truth, and offer out love and grace accordingly. But I'm not sure one perspective can really offer the truth. We live in a world of murky waters where it's hard to see what's below the surface. But every now and then, when we get the courage to splash the water, for a split second, we're able to see a little deeper. For a moment, we see the picture that God sees. It takes reaching out and engaging in those waters around us. Perhaps loving God and loving others is acknowledging that there's a bigger picture that we can't always see. And loving God and loving others requires us to actively seek out that bigger picture, risk being wrong, and hope to have our perspective changed. When we allow ourselves to get hung up on abilities or sin or hats, we fail to love the way God calls us to. We separate ourselves from their story when God's love is all about redeeming our collective story. All are needed to bring God's bigger picture to the surface. Love, the kind of love that makes murky waters clear, the kind of love that opens the eyes of blind men and disciples and program directors on airplanes, that kind of love is what God is asking us to be a part of. But maybe we are the blind man. Maybe the water is actually crystal clear, but it's mud over our eyes that clouds our vision. Maybe God is working to open our eyes to the bigger picture, but we've gotten so used to a muddy world that we refuse to see anything different. What would the world look like if we had the courage to wash that mud off? To refuse to claim our perspective as truth and to engage with the waters around us in hopes that we might better understand our collective story. What if we saw the world as God does? What if we loved the world as God does? The people of God have bigger stories than our eyes can show us. And I say to you all who are sent, if you want to love God, love others, I encourage you to wash your eyes with it. Lord of heaven and earth, we long to be loved.
and we long to love. Remind us to love us. Teach us to love one another. Encourage us to give love freely without calculations or measurements. Let us be wrapped in your endless flow of grace and abundance. Amen. Community announcements for this day include a fabulous set of events next week. Pay attention to little postcards floating about campus for an event sponsored by our MSA. Uh, Ezra, if I've got this right, 5.30, Wednesday, Thursday, I knew I'd mess that up, Lundering Center, Great flavors, great tastes, great people. Just show up. Fair enough. Is there a title for that? Oh, the Muslim Culture Banquet. You're all invited. Oh, that's right. This is on the top uh, five list of the best restaurants in the state of California. They're the ones catering the meal. Mmm. Lent next week, out and about ashes on Wednesday. We'll start the day uh, in this place with a short service of confession and absolution with the imposition of ashes. And then ashes will be out and about uh, all over campus. Our, uh, our relationship with St. John Seminary and our uh, Catholic brothers We'll be uh, providing a priest at 6 p.m. There will also be uh, confession, absolution, and imposition of ashes. Uh, imposition of ashes again at uh, common ground that evening. So uh, we'll launch Lent in a very public way. There are other announcements in your bulletin, but let's do this. Uh, let's thank our chapel choir and our preacher. Please stand as we sing.
take God's love to heart. Take it with you, spread it all around, embody it always. Love one another. Go in God's peace. Amen.